0: Hey, this is Ashley, and this is School in Life, a weekly podcast about life, love, and occasionally libations. This week in Mentor Moment, I wanted to start by answering some of the most frequent questions and answers about the Mentor Me Accelerator. Question number one: Does the Mentor Me Accelerator work? And the answer for this is yes, but more accurately, it works if you work it. I often say my most successful, my most successful mentees come to every session, apply every strategy as recommended, ask questions where they're stuck and secure new roles and salary increases as they were looking for when they joined the program. Question two, what are the size of the small group cohorts? Career development can be lonely and isolating. So I teach in small groups of six to eight mentees to ensure the community and support of other other high achieving women like you are in the program. I intentionally structured the accelerator as a public setting of one-on-one sessions. This means that when you ask questions, need help, feel stuck, or have a reason to celebrate, I respond directly to you based on your specific career circumstances as your peers listen in. Question three, what's the time commitment? My most successful mentees spend at least three hours a week attending sessions, completing program homework, attending office hours, and applying the strategies that they learn in the Mentor Me Accelerator program. However, my mentees are definitely invited to put in more time and more work as they need to to get the results they desire. Another question, when does the accelerator start? We're currently enrolling for our next cohort. So if you know you are looking to make more money and have more impact in your career, and you want that impact to happen before October 2021, then I invite you to apply for the Accelerator today. The doors for the July cohort are closing this Friday, and so I want you to take immediate action. Apply at mentor-me.org backslash accelerator. That's M-E-N-T-O-R dash me.org backslash accelerator. I can't wait to have you a part of the program. Next up in I Digress, this week we're going to talk highs and lows. I often say that my life is like a whirlwind. Shout out to Jay Guan. And on this week's episode, we talk managing the emotional roller coaster, what keeps us stable, and why it's important to ride the wave. I feel like in my life, you know, and in every segment of my life, whether it's my life as an aunt, whether it's my life as a big sister, whether it's my life as a girlfriend, an employee, a CEO, every part of my life and career has often felt like an emotional roller coaster at different points in times. You know, I try. I think one of my sort of personal life mantras is to center my life around peace, joy, and ease, but. I definitely feel like there are times in my life and in my career where things aren't peaceful, aren't joyous, and are not easy. And that definitely makes it feel like I'm on an emotional roller coaster. The ups and downs, the highs and lows, the frustrations and the joys, moments when like you're exhilarated and so happy and feel really fulfilled. And then they're the same, like in that same breath, you can just feel devastated and frustrated and angry and disappointment, disappointed and disillusioned. And so I just wanted to create space for that conversation, create space for all of those feelings. And if you sometimes feel like you're in a space of high and low regularly, I want you to know that you may not be manic or (laughs) there may not be quote unquote, something wrong with you. It may just be that that really is the highs and lows of life and it can feel overwhelming. And I'll share that, you know, for me, I think (laughs) In general, I don't like a lot of high and low. I don't like a lot of up and down. I don't like a lot of back and forth because I feel like it stresses me out. The high and the low, the back and the forth, the, you know, this is going great. And then it crashes to the ground. Like that level of, I don't know, that level of over, like that level of the up and down overwhelms me. And I really prefer my life and my career like, I don't want it to be boring. So I don't want it to be the same all the time, you know, humdrum. but I like like regular inputs or I like a theme. So like, oh, this period is going to be busy. Or I know this time is going to be a bit stressful or, you know, here's what I can expect here or there. Like, I like to have regular inputs, regular sort of, here's what you can expect rather than the, you know, oh, this came out of nowhere, this email wrecked my day or this email, you know, made my day the best ever. I think that that kind of drama, if you will, is just really overwhelming to me. And I think it's hard for me to keep up with my mantra of peace, joy and ease when like I'm getting inputs and outputs all the time. And so one of the strategies that I personally like leverage to try to manage that is to, and and I'm not always successful with this, but I do try to like not be overly emotional or overly invested in any particular thing, right? Like, you know, it's like, I wanna be able to get excited about things and I wanna, not that I wanna experience grief, but I if I need to grieve, I wanna be able to experience that. But I also just try to remember, and actually I think it was like a mentor or a coach who once told me this, that like, you know, one one email, one, you know, good piece of news, one, your life could change from moment to moment. So I guess don't get too wrapped up in any one moment because your life could change in the next moment. And that, I hope that doesn't freak you out or make you feel like, oh my gosh, like, you know, anything, everything can fall apart at any moment, but moreover that if something is really low, just know that it can be really high in the next moment and that that's like, okay. And that's available. And like that's real, right? Like that it could be really high and really low in any one moment. So I don't know, that's just something that I want people to remember and something that I I want people that, like I hope that resonates with people. I think another thing that I try to verbalize is like when I am really excited and really happy, I try to verbalize that. and, And when I'm really sad or really feeling off, I try to verbalize that you know, I never want to burden any one person in my life, but I do, I am grateful, right? That I have people in my life who I can vent to, that I can share with that I can say like, hey, this hurts. Hey, this is sad. Hey, this is a place in which I'm frustrated right now. And like, let that frustration, that sadness and that loneliness or whatever that is be okay. I think that having people in your life that you can vent to is really helpful. And if you don't have that person, then that's when it's time. Not that's when it's time, but If you don't have anyone in your life like that, then I think there's it's definitely team like go to therapy, right? Whether it's a therapy app like BetterHelp or Talkspace or, you know, you know, some other local, you know, resource, you know, small group or therapy session. There's just so much joy in being able to talk to someone else and build community and connection around your challenges and not hold them like to yourself. The high is higher when you have someone to share it with and the low can be lower when you don't. And so (laughs) definitely having someone can not make the highs, not, not make the lows feel so low and make sure the highs feel as high as they really are. And my final piece of advice around this is to really just try to ride the wave. Like, I know that sounds cliche and I know it sounds like, Ashley, you don't understand, like, this has just been horrible, but I do really encourage you to like ride the way. Take a deep breath, you know, try to catch on to the side railing, you know, or try to, you know, swim, like swim to the type, try to float, like, right? Like, get the help that you need. Don't stay stuck drowning and flailing around when there's a life jacket, a life, you know, a life preserve, a floaty right in front of you. Grab the floaty, grab the side rail lay on your back and float, like, you know, don't just flail around and be frustrated, right? Like do the work. And I know, again, that's easier said than done, but I do really just want people to lean into, I really do just want people to lean into the truth. And the truth is that like there, there is help available and you might have to reach out. You might have to extend your hand. You might have to raise your hand. You might have to make an investment, but the, the help is available to you and the highs don't have to, you know, be the the last high you had doesn't have to be the last one. And this low is not where you have to stay stuck. And I digress. Last but not least this week is TVT. And I'm going to hit you with what I think is a throwback. Honestly, I don't know how long this show has been on air or even where it airs. I'm watching it currently on Netflix and it's called night shift. You all know that I really love a good uh, TV drama. Something in the medical uh, realm is my jam and night shift is a TV drama um, that's currently airing on Netflix. Again, I have no, I I'm watching on Netflix. I have no idea where it actually aired initially, but it's about a hospital in Texas and the drama that ensues, you know, with running a hospital in, you know, a busy Texas city. And so it has nurses, it has doctors, it has hospital administrators, it has, you know, it's zany regulars and other Um, people who need medical care and attention and all the really, really good stories around, you know, medicine. And so if you are looking for a medical junkie, if you are a medical junkie, and you're looking for more medical and for your TV pleasure, viewing pleasure, then definitely, definitely check out Night Shift. Like I said, it's on Netflix and I have really enjoyed watching it. Honestly, I enjoy watching anything that's like a little bit of medicine, a little bit of people drama, you know, love, sex, death money you know it's got all the good stuff so definitely recommend you checking that out if you watch night shift and you love it let me know so we can talk about tc and his drama because child the most and i am excited that fall will soon be here and then my regulars will come back So the chicago med and the good doctor and all of my other regular medical dramas but until then the night shift is holding me over and i think it has four seasons so i'm thrilled about that because you know sometimes they give us like two seasons or one season and then it's like oh, Oh, I missed the show. So this, ha- this show has four seasons. So I think it'll hold me over until fall. But if you watch it, watch and uh, let me know. That wraps up this week's episode of School and Life. I'm so excited to move into August. This will be our last episode of July and we're moving right into August. Hard to believe, but it's back to school, which means it's perfect time for School and Life. So definitely check out all of our August episodes and tell a friend about School, school and Life. This week's episode... It has concluded. School's out. Class dismissed.